This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Yes, we are talking about making a delectable, delicious cup of tea. Can all the tea lovers in the world unite? Please, please, please. This is one of the most important conversations we're ever, ever going to have in the world, okay? <laughs> it's how to make a beautiful cup of tea and how to be experimental about tea. So first, let's just debunk a few myths. This idea that you drink tea because it's a cold day. No, it's a warm beverage, yes. But do you know that tea drinking, the tradition of tea drinking began in Asia and really to cool down the body. I know it's a contradictory thing to say, but actually on the warmest day, a cup of tea is one of the things that helps to regulate your body temperature. And if you don't believe me, Owen, it's fine. We're going to ask the expert in uh, a moment. So tea helps to regulate your body temperature. It's a cooling drink, even though it's a warm beverage. It's one of those marvels of science. The second thing is, if you drink certain teas, right, they're very good for your immune system. If you have a terrible, terrible headache, before you lean for that concoction in a blue and white paper paper strip Mm -hmm. and say I'm taking this tablet or this powder drink a cup of tea it might actually relieve you of that tension headache the third thing is if you drink uh, certain black teas they help to regulate your digestive tract and generally I think drinking tea especially the Asian way, in a ritualistic way, like if you respect your tea by, you know, setting it up nicely with two beautiful bone china cup and saucer, beautiful teaspoon, um, you know, uh, uh, a little palette to collect the bag, you know, a cube of sugar. If you just make it a ritual, it just becomes one of the most beautiful things you can do. And trust me, I am a tea aficionado, I am a tea drinker, I'm a tea lover. It's very soothing, it's very therapeutic. Xander Isaacs, the founder and CEO of Ting Tang Teas, do you agree? Yes, absolutely. Can you hear me? Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Awesome, I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, Xander, your line's a little bit patchy. Are you on speakerphone? I am not. Can you try this for quite a period? Yeah, so it's either you're moving or you've got us on speakerphone and we really want to make sure that we hear you well. How is this now? Much better, much, much better. So are you a tea lover yourself, Xander? Absolutely, I love tea. I drink tea every single day, sometimes multiple times a day. Yes, because what else would you do with your life? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And let's talk about debunking a few myths about tea. Tea on a warm day is a pretty plausible drink to have, is it not? Absolutely. And also, you can make your tea into an iced tea. Um, so if you're not like a fan of hot beverages, you can still get all the nutrients you want when, like with a cold beverage just by adding in some honey, some lemon and some ice. And it literally tastes like iced tea. Mm. And what are the nutrients? You say the nutrients. 
Um, so it really does depend on the type of tea that you're drinking, but there's so much. For example, um, teas have lots of minerals and vitamins in them based on the teas, and they also have things that are really essential to your body's functioning. And my business specifically, um, our teas even have things like collagen inside of them, which you know are like essential for bone density, hair growth, nails and skin. Um, so yeah, there's really? so much to it. Okay, I'm just reading here that tea has antioxidants such as polyphenols and flavonoids and they are what contribute to making tea uh, a healthy drink because it helps to control the effects of radicals, free radicals in the body. I don't know if that makes sense to you. None of this makes sense to you. But I do know that (laughs) being a tea drinker, you know, it just does help your body just energize and just get rid of toxins. Yeah. I also think that something, uh, well, a practice that people don't take into consideration is the actual, like, art of drinking tea. Mm. Generally, tea is associated, unlike coffee, with kind of winding down, you're slowing down your day, mm. um, you know, it's, it's a lean-back beverage, which other beverages are not. Um, and so, in that way, you're still kind of um, getting benefits, not even necessarily from the tea itself, but from how you're consuming it, because okay. you are relaxed now, your shoulders are back. Um, yeah. Okay, I like what you're saying. So coffee is an upper. It's the thing you you drink to boost you, to give you energy. Exactly. And tea is the drink is the thing you drink to relax you. Exactly. And it's not to say that tea can't give you energy because for example we have a, a body detox tea which gives you so 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 much energy. You'd probably mm. think you had three cups of coffee. But mm. you're not drinking your tea in a rush on the way to work and you're not mm. like quickly stopping at a coffee shop to drink your tea. You take time, you like you serve the tea bag, you wait for the tea mm. to cool down a bit. Like it's really like mm. an, a patient practice with mm. tea. Girl, I have no decorum, okay? I go into a coffee shop and I order some tea. <laughs> I love it for you. <laughs> but imagine slowing your day down. slower with a cup of tea. <laughs> no manners whatsoever. <laughs> okay, but as you say, tea does uh, also have some caffeine. So even if you're looking for an energy boost, there's a little bit less than you find in coffee. But there is that thing that just kind of gives you that, mm, that vuma, that boost. Yes, definitely. And you'd be surprised because there's some herbs that have more caffeine than coffee. One of them is called yerbanate. It's one of the feature herbs in our body tea. Um, and yeah, it's like that's why the body tea is packing with so much energy because that herb in itself, gram for gram, contains more caffeine than coffee. Why? And I'm also reading here on Healthline, a website called Healthline, that says for people who suffer from high blood pressure, drinking black tea um, is very, very helpful. Uh, and yeah. it uses all sorts of medical terms, which I can't pronounce, but apparently it's one of the things you should be doing, drinking black tea on a daily basis. Yes. Um, I mean, look, it's up to you. It doesn't necessarily have to be black tea, mm. um, but it really does decrease, or not decrease, sorry, reduce a lot of um, things associated to your blood pressure as well. Okay. Um, for some people, it can even help manage their diabetes, black tea wow, specifically. black tea. Okay. So, yeah. So let's talk about the different kinds of teas. In fact, actually, let's talk about a tea protocol before we talk about the different kinds of teas. <laughs> yeah. So there's the whole issue of whether you drink tea in its natural form, black tea or green tea, or whether you add milk. So let's just focus on this one particular mm-hmm. thing because it, it's divisive. What say you? <laughs> yeah. um, I say no milk. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely no milk, especially if you're trying to really reap the health benefits 
a few ones like just a, a beverage to enjoy, then absolutely have your milk and sugar. Um, and for the full benefits, you want to drink your tea black, but you can add condiments like some lemon, lime, honey. Yeah. Okay, well, what, so you can add other things, but not the milk. Why not? Just help me understand. Sure. So milk, I'm um, sure you know, has a lot of good things, but it also has a lot of bad properties in it that are, are really counterproductive to tea, especially the oh. types of teas that we make. For example, we make a tea specifically for your skin, mm. to, for your skin to glow. And if you're going to mix that with tea, it's almost like, with milk, sorry, it's almost counterproductive because oh. milk has... Um, Fat components and stuff. Can, okay. Yes, exactly. I understand. Hormonal, it can change your hormonal balance and all of that. Mm. Okay. So let's talk about different varieties of tea because, you know, the the average person thinks tea is the black tea. You buy it as Joko or, or whatever, the five roses. Um, I, it's often a joke uh, when I'm in a restaurant and I'll say, may I have some tea? Uh, may I have some salon tea? And then they look at me and they go, oh, you want five roses or, no, or what? <laughs> or rooibos or what? <laughs> okay, so let's just clarify how many different kinds of teas there are in the world. Wow, no, it's, it's literally unlimited. There's no um, amount because tea is a herb. So the amount of herbs there are, the amount of teas there are, you can literally make lavender tea. Lavender is a herb that you can grow in your garden. But if you dry that and, and um, cure it properly, then you now have a lavender tea. So... Almost any herb can be formed into a tea, sage as well, mint as well. Okay. And so what you would do is you'd take a combination of herbs and create a tea. Correct. Yeah, you can take one herb if you want and just make like a jasmine tea, just out of jasmine. But um, if you want like something more flavorful, more pungent and more effective, then you would want to combine a few herbs that work well together. Okay. And then going back to protocols, is it better to drink tea in a bag, even a satin bag, or should you be drinking loose leaves? This one is really up to um, <laughs> up to you to decide. There's so many theories. None of them have been proven true. A lot of people do say that you should be drinking the loose leaves. We offer our customers a variety of options. You can have it loose leaves. You can also order it in tea bags because some people don't want the kind of effort of having to strain their leaves. They just want something quick, put a tea bag in and throw it in the bin and it's done. Yeah. And you're still going to get all your nutrients. It might not be as much as the loose leaves, but you will still absorb quite a lot. Okay. And, and should the bag be one of these very lush satin fiber bags or, or the ones that we buy in the store? So my preference is always um, the higher quality ones just because they are environmentally friendly. The ones we buy in stores can take a while to decompose some of them. So, yeah, we take we make sure we're using, like, um, materials that will um, eventually, like, compost okay. into soil. All right. Now, let's talk about the thing that you mentioned earlier, which is part of drinking the tea is the making of the tea, the setting up of the tea. So it's the psychological as well as the physical action, right? And so if we talk about the tradition of tea making, it dates back 11,000 years, I'm told, to Asia and the Middle East um, because tea was first discovered by uh, a Chinese emperor, Shen Yongyang, around... 2732 BC, so year 2007, year 2732 before Christ. Yeah. I can't even fathom when that was. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they discovered tea 
and they created an entire ceremony around it. Now, we don't have to follow an Asian ceremony, but what you are saying is it should be a ritual how you go about making the tea. Why? Absolutely. Why? Um, look, it's just a tradition of tea, and it's paying homage to what tea is and how you, like exactly how you said, tea has such a long history um, and such a long culture. So it's really just about doing it in the way that's right, culturally, and honoring tea the way it should be. Uh, do you know, in my family, I, I do come from a family of tea drinkers, but I think I probably am the most um, prolific of the tea drinkers. <laughs> but but people are as pedantic as saying, if you're going to serve me a cup of tea, it can't be in a chipped cup and it can't be in a mismatched yes, cup and saucer. If you don't have matching cup and saucer, <laughs> don't bother. So yes. let's just talk about the snobbery of the tea. <laughs> Look, tea is a very pinky out beverage. It's very it's sophisticated. Um, it's like serving someone a, a, a glass of champagne in a, in a red cup, for example. You just can't do that. You, you cannot. You're not respecting the beverage and its heritage and where it comes from. And 50 so it's, it's million bubbles. You know, people don't know that <laughs> in one bottle of champagne is 50 million bubbles. So, yeah, I didn't know that. That's actually amazing. Can we just have some respect here, please? Yeah. <laughs> you, you have to respect it. You cannot put that into a red plastic cup. <laughs> Okay, and so because of what it takes to harvest the tea, to grow the tea, to mix the various infusions, let's respect the tea is what you're saying. Yes. How we yes, serve absolutely. it. Absolutely. Okay. I mean, still drink it how you want, but with respect. Pinky up or down? I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm <kidding. laughs> okay, let's talk about your teas because yours are obviously uh, teas with the health benefits, but you've gone beyond just the health of the gut. You're talking about the health of the skin, a whole holistic uh, benefit. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that. Awesome, yeah. So we have a whole different range um, and they, 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 there's some that are detox teas and some are wellness teas and some are medicinal. So you have your detox teas which detox your body. They can help you lose weight. We have teas that will help your skin glow. Um, then on the wellness side, we have teas that will calm your anxiety that will help you sleep better um that will uh, you know kind of help you with the cold and then on the medicinal side we have things that can help you with like liver detoxes and um you know kidney detox and all of that so yeah we use a whole range of, of herbs uh, study them test them do um like a practical uh, sampling to get real results from people and eventually come up with a formulation like kind of tested and proved to work for, wow. for what it does. Okay, so you've got three categories of tea, is what I'm hearing you say. Detox, so that's just to decongest the body. Um, then there's medicinal, and, yeah. and that goes into really some pathological issues like cleansing the liver. And then there's emotional, psychological uh, properties exactly, as well. Yeah. Like your wellness properties. All, exactly. in, all in a tea. Exactly, yes. It's pretty amazing what tea can do for you. Okay, so why the name Ting Tang Teas? I really wish it was a very beautiful, creative story, but um, it really wasn't. I, I had a whole list of names, but um, my, my co-founder and I was actually my mother. We had a list of names that we were working through and wanting to see which one sticks. So we had our whole family over one day and read all the names to them and they loved Ting Tang Tea. It's the name everyone could remember uh, the next day. Ting so Tang. That's the one that sticks. <laughs> yeah. And does it have, okay, so even though it's a catchy name, does it have a, uh, a 
particular linguistic reference? Is it Asian? It sounds it, but I don't know if it is. Yes, it does sound Asian, but it's also, um, it was tactical because of exports. So when exporting our piece, we didn't want when we move into foreign markets that they cannot relate to the name um, and how it's said. We needed something that could also still feel universal in a sense that wherever it is, it can feel native to that country. Ah, uh, okay. So you wanted something cosmopolitan. So when the Asians buy it, they think they're buying one of their own. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Ting tang. Ting tang tea. It, it really sounds more Asian than it does African. And where do yeah. you produce the teas? Um, we produce the teas here in Johannesburg. Um, so we have a farm in the east side, Bedford View, that grows herbs. Um, and then we bring those herbs back to our workspace and our factory and then blend all the teas together. You have a farm in Bedford View? Yes. Is that not a suburban area? So are we talking a farm or, I mean, obviously a farm, but an allotment? So I think what I'm trying to establish is scale for a commercial. Yeah, no, it's not massive at all. Ah. Um, yeah, it's enough to supply us and a few other small businesses. Okay, so you don't really need a big plot of land no, to no, grow no. tea is what you're trying Absolutely to explain to me. not. No, you can even do it in your backyard. Ah, Okay. And then, and then you've got a factory space, a manufacturing space, a space where you then um, mix the herbs and test them, exactly. etc. Yes, and put them into the packaging and get it, get them ready for either retail or just to send off to a customer. Okay, and are these handcrafted blends? So are these kind of blends and formulae you've come up with, or are they sort of tried and tested in different markets? Uh, these are all handcrafted. Come up, um, with, it's myself and my mother that come up with everything. She has been mixing herbs probably since she was like a, a teenager and she passed that tradition on to my sisters and I. Mm. I absolutely caught on to it and made it a business and brought her on as co-founder. Okay, and it's purely organic, no preservatives, no, no, no. added flavorings or anything like that? No chemicals, preservatives, just 100% natural goodness. So if you're tasting a tea that's got a cinnamon component, just for argument's sake, that would be woody cinnamon bark in the tea, not a flavorant, not a... Exactly. It would be not an, an extract. Yes. yes. You, you can actually even see it. If you have these herbs, you can see the, the different types of herbs and the barks and the stems and the flowers. It's quite nice. It makes it a nice experience as well. Okay. So your product line, is it just the traditional teas? In other words, the herbs and the leaves? Or are there other things as well? Um, there are teas. We also now have tonics, which... We created because we saw such a huge market for people who wanted our teas, but were not necessarily tea drinkers. They just wanted to get quick of our teas. So we've now made our teas into tonics that you drink almost like medicine. You take a spoon or three spoons a day with some water, and you've got all the goodness you would have had in the tea. Okay. How do you prefer your tea? I mean, you're the proprietor of the business, so how do you prefer to to drink it? (laughs) I love my tea loosely. Loosely, and I like I like to boil it like in a pot the traditional way. Add some lemon, add some honey, I love to add ginger as well. Boil it in a pot, add some lemon, add some ginger too. Uh, Monto would like to know, can you drink a 20-year-old tea? So somebody gifted you 20 years ago exotic tea leaves. They've been sitting in your cupboard. You haven't opened it up. It's still sealed. Can you drink it? Yes. So I think the beauty of tea is that doesn't really expire. The only thing is that you will not be getting all the nutrients anymore. 
it's probably all <laughs> they're all gone. So you're, you're you're drinking nothing. You're basically drinking water. So really, yeah. I don't know if you want to. You will you'll be fine. You'll not get sick, but you will not get um, the nutrients anymore. Okay, so let's go back to that example of using the tea bag. Another debate is how long you keep the bag in the water, right? So I think Abu Kokobati finagi if you know what I mean. You know, and then there's some people who say, no, that makes it too strong, too pungent. Yeah, exactly. Um, that depends on the type of tea. Because a green tea, for example, I'm sure you've had green tea, it's extremely bitter. Mm. So you don't want to boil that one for too long. And two, you don't want to boil it in water that is too hot because that's how the bitter flavor comes out. So when you are working with green tea, you're going to keep your tea bag in for about two minutes and then um, boil it and you, you won't get your kettle get to boiling point you would actually stop it before mm. and then see how much you enjoy the green tea so every tea will have its own specific way of doing things um and yeah if you do purchase from us our packaging will tell you exactly how you do um make your different right. teas. okay and we've been asked to ask you is there a perfect cup of tea so let's just assume we're working on the normal black tea with milk etc etc is there a perfect way to make a cup of tea no, there really is not. I think it just depends on your personal preferences. But if I were to give a recommendation for black tea, mm. um, I would say boil your kettle to boiling point for black tea so you can let it boil and then um, let it cool for about two minutes. Then you pour the water into your, 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 your tea with the tea bag inside. Keep the tea bag in for two minutes. Not longer, otherwise your black tea will become very bitter. Mm. But some people like it bitter. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. the thing. Um, and then, yeah, for me, that's a perfect cup of black tea. Right. Well, I can I can also wade in on this one. So what I was taught is, you don't put the milk in first. Um, yeah. You you let the tea brew and extract, and then you add the milk, whether it's warm or cool milk, and then the sugar, and then you stir clockwise. Oh, okay. <laughs> that one I did not know. <laughs> okay, and where can people find Ting Tang Tea? Um, Ting Tang Tea can be found online, tingtangtea.co.today. We're also on take a lot. Unfortunately, we are sold out there at the moment, so you wouldn't find a tea there now, but if you check back in about a week or two, you will see us there. Um, you can also shop Ting Tang Tea at Select Bar Retailers um, and then Select Medilane Pharmacies as well. Okay, well, we wish you well on your journey of tea entrepreneurship and we thank you for coming through Zander Isaacs our our pleasure Zander Isaacs founder and CEO co-founder with her mother of Ting Tang Teas teas you can use for detox for medicinal purposes to reduce anxiety to relax and to improve the quality of your skin and please respect the tea is what she's saying not just her tea but any tea because tea is more than 11,000 years old Um, in terms of um, having been discovered as a herb and uh, there's a whole ritual around it and drink your never drink tea in a coffee mug ladies and gentlemen please always drink it in a cup a wide brimmed cup and saucer and um, relax when you do it you've been listening to a power 98.7 podcast for more podcasts visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts